The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Nikki Spagnola. That song is aptly named Stampede. (laughs) The Cowboys have stampeded to a 2-0 start. And Everson Walls stampeded into the SWBC podcast studio just in time. Just in time. Not to be fined. (laughs) And here we are. Another winning week of podcast here on DallasCowboys.com, I would say. We are blowing out everybody in the league this week. It's getting contagious. That's right. Getting scary. That's what it is. I don't don't like getting used to that. You don't like getting used to it? I don't like getting used to it. you got to stay on edge. I want to stay on edge. That's why you came in when you did. (laughs) We're going to take it to the limit here. I cut it pretty close myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's because of your long day writing about what you saw on Sunday afternoon at AT AT&T Stadium. There is so much to write about. There's so much to talk about. And so much uh, really good stuff about a team that – you know, at some point you sit there and you go, wow, oh, it's only two games, but it's two spectacular games, especially defensively. And it's uh, in the last 52 years, there's only one other team that has started a season scoring more than 70 points and giving up fewer than 10 points, and that was the 2019 New England Patriots. Hmm. It's uh, rather amazing what they've done. Uh and, you know, the Giants put up 31 points in the second game after getting shut out. So and You know what? I love that because now it makes the NFC East look as formidable as we said it was going to be in preseason. Seven and one. Seven and Everybody one. Everybody won That's this right. week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the Commanders, man, that was impressive comeback. Yep, they were down 21-3 in Denver on the road, and they come back and they almost blew it. The Giants were down... They were down 20 to nothing at halftime, and then I think they were down 21 in the second half. Yeah. So the biggest comeback since the 1940s, I think, right? The Giants. 1940s. The Giants. (laughs) The first six quarters of this season, the Giants were shut out 60 to nothing. And then they came back and won the next two quarters. It would make make our win look less impressive. If they if, let the yeah. Cardinals, the Cardinals beat them. They weren't just behind. They were behind hey, against it's the Cardinals. It's Cardinals week. You say nice things about the Cardinals, Everson. You don't I'm want sorry. Bulletin board Before this week, there. we were laughing at the Cardinals. So I'm going to go back to that whole attitude. And uh, the Cardinals almost won on the road at Washington, and they almost beat the Giants. And now the Cowboys go out there for a second straight home game to take on the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. You got that right, Nicky? They're probably – 
wish second straight home game second straight uh-huh. home game <laughs> the giants had more fans there than the cardinals well, did wait yesterday. Till you see what the well, cowboys, you know, the cowboys always have fans yeah, that's against right the cardinals. that's, that's right. just ridiculous remember even when they went st louis we got uh-huh. more cheers remember when they were um when they first got there and they were playing at sun devil stadium the only sellout they would get during those early years there was when they played the Cowboys because all those fans from El Paso <laughs> would drive to Phoenix it for was, the game. Because it was closer to Phoenix than it was yes. to Irving. What, what about St. Louis, though? I mean, I remember being in Bush Stadium and just hearing cheers for us throughout the entire game. I don't know if you realize this, Everson, but you played for America's team. That's right. That's right. So it America was Mid-America's team also in, America. in St. Louis. They're in America. Uh-huh. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right. Where do we start? Oh, boy. Well, um, the turning point in the game once again this week was when Micah showed once up. Once again. <laughs> once again. Or maybe the first two of the first three plays of the game mm-hmm. defensively when uh, Demarcus Lawrence obliterated – uh, Brees Hall. Hall on the first play of the game. Four-yard loss. And then on third down, Micah Parsons loops inside, and oh, there goes Wilson, and, and, and sacked him. And it's like, okay, you got your hands full. You know, Micah will be quick to point out on that sack that his teammates played a big factor in that sack. Too. Well, I'll tell you what. Well, Oso, they got out of the way. Oso yeah. Digizua cleared <laughs> right. out That's right. either That's the a... center or the guard, and there was a path, you know, five yards wide for He's him to run He's playing extremely through. well. Yes. yes. He's playing at an extremely high Which, level. by the way, another sack. Mm-hmm. Another He's sack. tied for the team lead with Micah with three. And Micah always helps him. Yep. Get the sacks. And he only had four sacks in his career going into this season. And you have to look at not just what we did on our first plays defensively, but offensively. The first drive. How about the coin flip? (laughs) Well, yeah. I don't know why that shocked everybody. Won the coin flip, take the ball. Why wouldn't he? It goes against convention. And I love we are a defensive team. We are a defensive team. Our strength is with our defense. Everyone expected him to lead off with our strength, especially in a game like this. So Maybe the I offensive play caller thinks the strength of the team is his offense. He showed that. Or too. maybe <laughs> when five, for five on the drive, right? Or yep. maybe yeah. when, yep. or maybe when opposing uh, offenses um, fall behind, and they got to come out of character. It helps your defense out because mm-hmm. all of a sudden, yeah, maybe we need to throw the ball. Yeah, we're down seven nothing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, can't be early. Messing we're down around. Seven it looked like they're gonna run. They were gonna route us offensively. That's what it looked like. It, it gets it gets back to what Dak's DNA should be, and it was his DNA in this first year in the league. And I need to go back and find my notebook of uh, the first of year because I used to track that first year. I tracked opening drive touchdowns, and I more than half their wins that year started with an opening drive touchdown, a mix of the run and the pass. They rarely played and getting from up behind. seven nothing. It they wasn't a field goal drive; it was behind. a touchdown drive mm-hmm. to start the game, and that's exactly what they did yesterday. Yeah, and and, and that just triggers your defense to put pressure on an opposing team and then and if you think about it i was saying all late okay we're gonna see if this defense is approved against the run Mm -hmm. well i would say after two games they've improved against the run because 
the leading rusher for uh, the Jets was the quarterback with five carries, desperation to get rid, get away from mayhem mm -hmm. uh, for 36 yards. And, and try to get a score in before the half. And the and 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 the their two running backs that we were so worried about, uh, Brees Hall and. Delvin Cook, mm -hmm. 15 yards total rushing. 15. Eight carries. You got him with 15? I thought it was 16 15. yards. 16? Okay. Brees Hall had four carries for nine yards, and Dalvin oh, Cook right. four carries for seven yards, and then Michael Carter had two carries for eight yards. So their running backs totaled 10 carries in the game for, what is that, 25 yards? Yeah. 24 yards. 24, right? Yeah. When I look at when I look at uh, teams like this, it reminds me of uh, 81. Do you want a team to constantly run on you or would you rather give up a big play every once in a while, a big pass play? If you had the choice, if you had to choose between the two. And we showed in 81, you can give up some big pass plays. Of course, you have to get the turnovers along with that. But we never had anyone run steadily on us in 81. And it really didn't hurt our defense at all by giving up big pass plays because we usually came around and made plays of our own in the secondary. And if you think about the big pass play they gave up, the 68-yard one-play drive to, to <laughs> Garrett Wilson, uh, as DeMarcus Lawrence so eloquently labeled the play as a cheap-ass play, <laughs> Malik Hooker comes up and he... Take, either takes a bad angle, yeah, he slips, he falls, angle. and that it was it was slow recognition. You could see that as he was backing up, uh -huh. it surprised him. And by the time he saw uh, Williams, Wilson, Wilson, Gary Wilson. Wilson, by the time he saw Wilson, he was almost across him already. Yeah, and his reaction was too slow. Well, and then he slipped and fell, and he had beaten Gilmore, and they had cleared out the other side with a wide receiver to that side crossing, and the Cowboys were in man. And so, did did he beat uh, Gilmore? Gilmore. Did yeah. he? I don't. I wouldn't say he beat him. I think Gilmore was depending on that inside or, help, or maybe that he was supposed to get. He that help. He was supposed to get that help. I mean, that's why he's trailing him immediately. He trails him from behind okay. as he goes across the field. Now I don't know if that's by design. Some people like to cover from the outside with leverage, but that wasn't a smart uh, positioning to be in as a cornerback. But that, that was, was their design. only play. That was it. The whole game. Sixty-eight uh, yards. To answer your question, I like stopping the run. Mm -hmm. Yes. I like you you having a defense. Because we stop. saw last year what the the downside was of teams rushing mm -hmm. against them. Those two overtime games, Green Bay had 200 and I want to say 202 yards rushing, and Jacksonville had 192, 194 yards rushing. Along with some big pass plays. Right. So you'd rather douse the running plays and if you're going to be give because up then you know they got to throw the right yeah and then one you, dimensional you and make then you turn michael loose who by the way <laughs> my lord they had him everywhere he was everywhere and you know what the funny thing was and i don't know if it was because it was asked this way or not because the giants or the jets writers uh were asking questions about the cowboys stacking the line against the run it's like, no, they're not stacking the line. They're playing man-to-man -man coverage, and they started the game off with a 4-3 defense with Micah Parsons, the third linebacker, mm -hmm. and he, sta he was on the line of scrimmage. Yep. 
they weren't stacking it. They were playing a true 4-3. And then when they see Bell and Wanye Thomas up close, well, they were in man coverages during those times. So it's like, okay, you don't want to throw against that? Well, try to run then because they're close to the line of scrimmage. But I thought it was funny that their players were talking about, whoa, the Cowboys stacked the line of scrimmage. So it was their players and not their fans. Yeah, it wow. was the players. What's wrong with stacking the line of scrimmage? That's what I was wondering. <laughs> if you're going to run the ball. Give me a break. We'll kick your asses. <laughs> All I know is they had 100 and what 172 yards rushing last week against the Bills, and this week they had 20, 64. And 40 of that was from the That's quarterback. It. Yeah. Basically. And we, talk, we talked about how he could scramble. Mm-hmm. We talked about that last week. That was the only thing that was going to hurt us, I thought. Well, that's – and I think they they started to fix that a little bit the second half where oh, – They had spies uh, waiting on it. Well, and they were yeah. they, they were rushing like mad – like their hair was on fire and no one was staying in their lanes, right? <laughs> Both ends were like yeah. – they were going for this one point. All he had to do was step up and he was just by himself. And they're running into each other, uh, DeMarcus. <laughs> that one Michael time Parsons. they did. <laughs> and they were just going after him real hard. Like, guys, put the brakes on and come under. And finally, of course, they start doing that. You know, I think this week we shouldn't wait until Thursday or Friday to review our picks from the oh, past week. Oh, God. Here, Here we, we go. go. Here we Jeez. go. You know, I think they got we should, one we right. They got nothing to we, say we last should, week. We should you make know? it a Monday <laughs> tradition, maybe in the first segment on Monday, where God. we review what we did. On uh-huh. Sunday, I think, uh, I think we'll wait help me remember uh, what was the pod pick for this week. Um, and we were picking uh, who would score. Down. I didn't take that. Who down. would score the first receiving touchdown for of the, the Cowboys season? this season? Um, wasn't that the question? I think it was. was, it it? was yeah. We had several questions, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, you know, and who was the pick to click? I, I had got a great pick to click. Who do you who do you have? A CD. All right. That I was had CD Lamb. Ding, 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 ding. That's think, a winner. I think you won. Uh-huh. I had CD for pick. Because we couldn't pick Micah. Micah's right. off the table. Well, we, yeah, and we so. said, we said, you know, Dak is going to be in. Who did you today. have? So you were Mickey, who referencing. Who did Mickey have for the pick to click? You got it written down? <laughs> I have it. Okay. Mickey's Pollard? pick to click. Yeah. Who? Pollard. Pollard. Had a hundred and some yards mm-hmm. total yeah. from scrimmage. And how many touches? 32 touches? 32 something like touches. That? Yeah. See? And he Bill, clicked. Bill had. Mm-hmm. Turpin. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. How'd he do? In overtime. In overtime. Overtime punt return. Overtime punt return. How about yeah. the pod pick? <laughs> it was the important I, pick. I, because I that, that is one. I don't have that down here. That is sorry. one that goes viral, right? Okay. <laughs> it was uh, that big that's pod more pick. Was that the one-yard touchdown pass or that would four be yards? Jake Ferguson, <laughs> yes, with the first receiving touchdown of the season. And really, for one yarder, it was very spectacular. Actually, touchdown. it was four. And had, by the way. Still spectacular. Makers yeah. was one. And by the way, even the quarterback admits Jake Ferguson should have had two oh, touchdowns. He sure Come should've. on, man. He sure Come should've. on, man. All you got to do is look for Zach, right? <laughs> you just look for Zach Martin, right? Yeah. And, and come on. Where are you going? He wanted to. I guess. No, no, you're talking about Hendershot. Was that Hendershot that on had the, the run? On the no, run. I'm, no, talking, I'm talking about, about the, the pass that was overshot in the end zone. To oh Ferguson. yeah, yeah. That's right. Dak yeah, admitted that. overshot or Hendershot. Yeah. <laughs> but that was what was his name? The other guy who who missed the the wide ass hole. Peyton Hendershot. No, that's the one who missed the wide hole yeah. from yeah. Zach Martin. Yeah. Oh, God. 
Yeah, we'll so get uh, into uh, uh, their red zone off or not red zone goal. Oh, goal yeah, yeah. We, we won't be talking about it. if point. he just hits the hole. We won't even be talking about that necessarily. Well, there was another one too. Um, Rico Dottle, when you're running the ball from the one yard line, mm-hmm. I don't want to see any jump cuts. Just hit the hole, right? Right. He tried to jump out and then lost two <laughs> yards. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? I thought he was. I maybe thought he that's saw when, something inside that wasn't. Maybe wasn't, that's when I got the text appealing. from Bill about uh, Ezekiel Elliott. I didn't say anything about Zeke Elliott. <laughs> no, I, you, you I, mentioned what I said. What I said. <laughs> I was have it right this here. Team, okay, yeah, read what I, I said. I, right I did not here. mention Ezekiel Elliott's name. <laughs> I know you didn't. Right. No, but I, you said Cowboys could use a bigger back. That can get you in. What you said? Can, can get you maybe say twelve touchdowns. Old, about twelve touchdowns <laughs> on the goal line. You know, a bigger back. I didn't say anything about Zeke. He's someplace else. Mean, if you had a, a, a meme, it'd be <laughs> wink, wink. You know, nudge, nudge. Yeah. All right, we're just getting started on this edition of Mix Shots. Here's a reminder. By the way, we've got more podcasts to come your way, including Hanging with the Boys at 1 o'clock, mm-hmm. Players Lounge at 2 o'clock, and every Monday as well, Girls Talk, Boys Talk at 4 o'clock we Monday give through plug, Thursday. And Mix Shots, presented by Miller Lite, continues in a moment. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With Blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at Blockchain.com. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Lite in the cooler. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas.
to mixed shots. K-Post Roofing and Waterproofing, the official roofer of the Dallas Cowboys. All right, we got so much to get to after a 30-10 to 10 Cowboys win over the New York Jets. A sweep of the New York teams by a mm-hmm. score of 70-10 to 10 the first two weeks of this season. That's pretty good. I can go into the offseason at least talking trash to them. Uh-huh. Jeez. Got one more meeting with the Giants here right. coming up later. So, Micah Parsons. Yes. I decided they need to come up with a a new stat. You know how everything in baseball has slash all the things that uh, he did what in is, the game. If you look at whether his, it be like an on base percentage that's slash right. slugging so percentage. If you slash. look at his line, he's got four tackles, two sacks, three tackles for losses, four quarterback hits. He has a pass defensed, a fumble forced that he forced and recovered and would have been returned for a touchdown if not for Tomlinson's calf. Mm-hmm. He Accidentally grazing up against him. When he him. got up, uh-huh. right? And and the one thing it I wasn't was... wasn't that noticeable because I really didn't it see it. It wasn't that noticeable. It wasn't they until they one shot. They finally got one shot of it that showed that, okay, maybe it grazed And you know the funny him. thing was is when he recovered the fumble, he, he was starting to get up, but he lost possession of it and regained it. And I was like, so when he regained it, was, was, he, was, he, was it Was his knee still down? Or, yeah, yeah, or, you know, that part. Uh, but anyway, there's two more things I think you have to judge. One, guys false starting in his presence. <laughs> and, and, and then the other thing uh, with him... Uh, Causing, forcing an interception. Yes, forcing mm-hmm. an interception. That was the other one because one of his quarterback hits forced an interception. Just like last week, the Gilmore interception was caused by Micah's Chasing pursuit of the quarterback, the and in this one the same way. In fact, on that one, I think it was right after a sack, and so Nance and Romo were talking Micah, and they basically were almost isolating, isolating Micah on the play. But you couldn't miss him. Yeah, because right. Because he he came inside. Right. The center just, for lack of nothing else, he just grabbed him by his pants. But it, but it really showed you that you – I don't know that I've seen – maybe LT was like this. Was. But I've seen a player where everybody in the stadium has to figure out where 11 is. And, and everyone is looking for 11 before the snap of the ball. Well, I know. Once, once again, the difference, LT was mostly in one spot. Mm-hmm. You, got, you have to go searching around. Because you have to yeah. find Micah, and yeah. that's like searching for the for doom. Where's Waldo? I, I, I know my other one was. So it was like forced penalties, right? Forced false start, forced hold. Mm-hmm. Because he when they they got called for holding, I think twice on him, mm-hmm. right? And, and like you said, on that interception, even though he was being held, he still chased him out of the pocket, right? He went to his right, and that's when he Because there was a flag J-line. down that they oh, had yeah, to the decline. Oh, yeah, the flag came right after, They talked about it as yeah. it was happening. Oh, there goes the flag, and then he throws the interception. <laughs> he was so. just, he's just he, I mean, absolutely amazing. And they couldn't stop talking. It's like you talk about a quarterback too much in a ball game. That's how much they talk about Michael Parsons. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's two games, but, you know, as DeMarcus 
where uh, it's two Lawrence years. said it's two years. Yeah, after, it's not after two games. what Demarcus Lawrence said is that, you know, this may be a surprise to some people, but we're showing the world what we can do, and and as Dak said early or late last week. He goes, I'm glad to see some other quarterbacks have to see what I saw, meaning from Parsons, in training camp. It's like, yeah, this this is nothing new to us. You know, the, the other thing that's nice, else. the other thing that's nice about this, and what was the total plays? It was like 87 to 47 or something like that. 47 plays for, for, for the Jets. For the Jets. He start. Micah started the first half of last season was a lot like this, and I think that there was a certain That's point in the said, season we're going he got on two worn years, down. Not two, yeah. two games. And what's nice about this is he had forty snaps in a forty nothing win in the opener, and forty one snaps in a thirty to ten win in the second game. And of course, it's forty one out of forty seven snaps, so he played basically the whole game. But he's. He's not playing 80 snaps a game. Right. So he can be able to sustain this uh, if the Cowboys continue. Now, they're not going to continue beating teams 30 to 10, 40 to nothing all the time. And Although. <laughs> we'll take as many as we Although, can. I'll give a little sneak peek my prediction this week. Mm. For you long, long time Cowboys fans, this could be revenge for a Monday night game back in the 70s against the Cardinals. And that may be my pick this week for the score. All right. We got to hear that about out. that one. We got to hear about that space. Okay. Here's the beauty of the snap counts. Yes. So, Van Der Esch, Curse, Gilmore, and uh, Diggs. Diggs played every snap. But it was only 47. Mm-hmm. So, 100%. Next was Parsons with the 41. And after that, nobody played more than Deron Bland's 26 snaps, meaning on the defensive front, Osa and Lawrence were tops at 24. So they basically were out there for half the game. So you're keeping these guys fresh by Mm -hmm. what they're doing, and not only fresh in the game, they're not worn out today. Well, a lot of it is not necessarily how you designate who plays, but damn, they're going three and out. Getting <laughs> off the field, right? <laughs> the Jets are only running 47 <laughs> plays. They're the lucky to go three and out. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, there, there were some one and outs. <laughs> right. So, yeah, it's easy to Of course, to one, one, one and out was a 68 yard touchdown uh, pass. Yeah, but. So they had, they had a possession of three plays, three plays, one play, which was the touchdown. Three plays, two interceptions, or two plays, lost the fumble. Three plays, three plays, and then six and five at the end when the JV got in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and the, the drive when he kept scrambling. Correct? Right. That was 11 plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, these guys ought to be fresh. Get them out there and they're, they're really looking for things. I mean, the commentators are like, oh, wow, they, they, they scored here. So they're within two scores. Okay. They're two, two scores. And they're giving them hope. So I don't think they're really ready. They were trying to keep your attention. They surely from... were because I don't really think they're ready for just how good this defense is. How about how good this kicker is? That's your dude, Spags. I got to give you some love on that. Man. Brandon Aubrey. Five for That's five, yeah. including the 50 – Five but, but it's not runner. just the 
statistics, the five for five. This you watching these kicks? Oh, yeah. they're yeah. I mean, they are dead solid, perfect, perfect. with length. Who was that and guy? Height. Who was that guy? Uh, Blake Blakely back in the day, the kicker from Oklahoma State. Bailey. Uh, Bailey. Yeah, Dan Bailey. Bailey was a hell of a kicker. Well, he was five. The last time a Cowboys kicker went five for five was Dan Bailey about a decade ago. And he was really smooth the mm-hmm. same way. All Effortless, five. Looked easy, like a guy that's playing golf. All five between 21 and 55 yards made his um, extra, extra point. And again, goes eight for eight on touchbacks on the kickoffs. Much big. Um, and he's just hitting the ball straight. There's none of this fade or hook, which goes back to, I think, what I told you guys when I was talking to him a week or so ago about when he first started kicking and he didn't have any goal posts to go out and kick, so he would kick at a light post. <laughs> and he said you had to hit it straight to hit the light post. <laughs> and that's how he It practiced. wasn't good unless it hit the light he post. He was aiming for the light post. <laughs> so it wasn't trying to... Hook it between two uprights. I don't know what it's like. I don't know what it's like to be that good. On the fifty-five <laughs> yarder, okay, I was watching on television. I mean, it hit high back on the net. Oh yeah, that looked like on television. <laughs> it might have been good from seventy. I mean, it was so high and true, and it was as pretty as the thicker <laughs> kicker's sixty-one yarder to oh, walk off. Oh, we forgot about that. I tried my best to Boy, forget about that. And the coach for Missouri tried his best not to allow him 55 to 55 would have been too close. He, yeah, he backed him up, up with yeah. a delay of game or penalty. 56, yeah. Trying to decide what he was going to do. What's he, the, his nickname is the Thicker Kicker? The Thicker Kicker. Okay. And so Missouri was a winner he was, over K-State. He's probably 200 pounds. How many kickers are 200 pounds? At that height. <laughs> He's, he looked bigger than 200 pounds. Well, I said I mean, he looked like two. a lineman. Yeah. What oh. number did he wear? Was he a lineman number? Yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah. Well, like, they just, yeah. he's a that kicker. That makes him look bigger, just too. Him a, something. Just like 78 or something like yeah, that. They just threw yeah. him a jersey. He's a kicker. They just, <laughs> hey, man, here's your uniform. That's it. And Grambling won? Yes, he did. All right. It's Florida Memorial High School. Oh, that's like right. Said, Florida <laughs> Memorial High School. We said that last week. <laughs> 58-22. So we, we treated them like we've been treated we all got, season. We got long. three wins. And uh, <laughs> and show of hands, who stayed up till one thirty in the morning oh on Sunday? Oh, my God. I was so tired. <laughs> I, I was too. so tired. Please win this game. Uh-huh. It was good, though. I it was. It. Mm-hmm. A lot of drama and emotion. And, and, I, and way, I like I, Jay Norvell's team, Colorado State, too. I, I don't like the cheap shots. No, no I didn't like cheap shots. They, they but seem no. to be... You know, yeah. headed towards that from the beginning yeah. of the game, right? And when right. he when he sacked when his son was sacked by number eight, that, yeah, was, that was clearly yeah. A, a How does that guy do that? Not only, not only was it late, it it was targeting. Yeah, it was targeting. And worst of all, it's in a overtime possession when they had two personal fouls in that second possession. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen that. I, I'm, once again, I think that came from the coach, really. I, I think that's the attitude that he showed them. I'm not happy with that at all. And so uh, Shadur was, was upset at the end of the game. You saw when the, the two coaches came, they were about to separate and Shadur was like showing his watch. You know, that's the thing I think the young kids Uh-oh. do. 
showing the watch. You yeah. know? What does because, that mean? Well, I guess it means it's my time. I don't oh, know. Oh, okay. But it means it ain't your time. <laughs> so yeah, it definitely means that. It did work for you. And, you know, and he probably took it personal because he thinks that number eight was instructed to try and hurt me. And mm. that's, that, to me, is But I, I, I just don't think you do that in overtime. When 15 yards, you're starting at the 25, that you're just giving them a touchdown. And, and, you know, and Hunter had to – he's, he's going to be out for three to four weeks. And, and it's the most critical shot. part of it, their season. They play at Oregon this week and then SC the next what week. what he had? I don't know, but that, I, I haven't heard. clearly see it's a sternum shot. Yeah, oh, and yeah. That is very dangerous. Yeah. And for the fact that he was able to play a number of plays after that and still – eventually had to leave the game, I thought number 11 should have been kicked out as well. How about how about Dion, his, his line of sunglasses <laughs> dropped on Saturday? Yeah, he couldn't see. <laughs> so he was handing out sunglasses. Did you watch the game day yeah, thing at yeah. 9? So I it's did not. 8 o'clock in the morning in Boulder. I don't know how they got that many kids up at 8 o'clock on a Saturday Everybody's morning. Everybody's up for Dion. And so they got <laughs> Don Johnson on uh, as the guest picker. I don't know what the connection between Colorado and Colorado State with Don Johnson. And they asked him what he thought of what Dion was doing. Well, he gave a three-minute dissertation on all the great stuff Dion uh, was doing. And not just from football, but with the kids, going to class, mm -hmm. the whole bit. Mm -hmm. And Dion's on set when he's saying all this stuff. And when he finishes, Dion gets up and he goes, all you high school kids, did you hear that? <laughs> He's recruiting as we speak. <laughs> and I had somebody that would know uh, tell me that talking to somebody that was in the uh, uh, recruiting department at Colorado, they've already had 100 phone calls from kids wanting to visit. Yeah. They weren't recruiting them. Yeah. The kids were recruiting them already. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Producer Supreme just informed me. I was sitting there lo looking for Don Johnson. What was Don Johnson? Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. What did I said Don, I said Don I, Johnson, oh, like no, Miami uh, Vice. Okay. The, I was sitting there I'm going. The connection is is Florida, Miami Vice. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. And I was sitting there going, okay, okay well, we got to explain Johnson, to people. We got to explain to people. I'm thinking Crockett and Tubbs. <laughs> I was going to say we need to explain to the younger generation who Don Johnson is, but the younger generation ain't, ain't listening to Mick. So Johnson. what's the connection? <laughs> what's the connection with Dwayne? And yes, they are. By the way, you guys, you just tell them what the people at the uh, star sports tour reception. All the young kids come up to us. And, We're great questions. Yeah, they love uh, us too. They do. They know exactly they listen who to we us, are. Man. Now right. maybe yeah, not an old guy on Channel right. Eleven, right? <laughs> but we go nationally. Here. But they really would listen to The Rock. So, so what's his connection? <laughs> Dwayne Johnson. So what's his connection? Hollywood, baby. To Colorado and Colorado Hollywood. State. That's it. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's Dion. Dion has a connection everywhere. One more note on Dion. Uh, what I really liked in overtime, okay, I couldn't figure out. All right. Colorado had the ball first in the first overtime. Yeah, why'd they get it again? And then in the second overtime starts, and Colorado's got the ball first again. So were, I, so I tweeted out, why is Colorado getting the ball first again? And then someone said, well, Dion won the coin flip, and he wanted the football first. The okay. conventional wisdom is you take the ball last so you know exactly what you have to do, whether mm -hmm. score a touchdown, kick a field goal, or whatever. But I love it. I thought, was thinking about it later. That fits 
Dion's coaching philosophy with this team to a T. It's like, we coming, we coming, we're here. Right. It's like, we and think about how much pressure that put on Colorado State yeah. to try to match what they did. He mm-hmm. had so much confidence in his offense, kind of like Mike McCarthy confidence in the Cowboys offense, mm-hmm. taking the ball to start the game, that we're going to score a touchdown here and we're going to put the pressure on the other team. But I, I do have to say that, you know, Colorado State wasn't that impressive to me uh, as a team. I thought they played well against Colorado. But I don't think they—they they didn't impress me leading up to this game. Quarterback was good. He was good, but he's—I he, don't know if he was that good. The oh, I thought he's from he here. Was, he's from Alito. Is he really? Mm-hmm. He was throwing some he zingers was really in there. Really throwing in there. The I tight guarantee end, you, that he's... touchdown into the tight end, perfect pass, perfect catch. Uh, number seven missed. Oh yeah, about that tight end. Man, tough stuff. He—I already got his. He's going to be in the in transfer there. portal. Next year, he'll be, no, he'll be coming to Colorado. No, he's not going to be in the transfer portal. He's going to be in the big green notebook. He's going into the draft. All right, we continue no, with more mix shots in just you a moment. You don't know how old he is. Come on. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket and the smoker. Miller Lite and the Cool. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese-to-sour-cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To mixed shots. Check out the latest and greatest addition to tours at AT&T Stadium and the Star in Frisco. Meet 
Jerry Jones, an interactive experience. Get a peek behind the curtain and into the fascinating life of Jerry Jones with a focus on innovative fan experience in partnership with AT&T. This interactive technology gives tour goers the opportunity to ask Mr. Jones a variety of questions. For more information and to book your tour, visit DallasCowboys.com slash tours. All right. Uh, we did review our picks to click, and we all picked the Cowboys to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, Everson, do you have uh, a do. winner as far as who got closest on the score? I had 22-16. I did not win. 26-16 for Spags. Okay. Mm-hmm. 28-17 for me. So ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Everson the winner, is the winner. C.D. Lamb as well. Uh-huh. Wow. Mm-hmm. Double, double victory right, for Everson. Although mm-hmm. your 17 was over. <laughs> well, sorry. Excuse me. Margin of victory is what we're going <laughs> okay. with, right? All right. Unless it's all the same, which was last week. Three-point wins, I think, last week. Mm-hmm. And so you go with closest to the Cowboys score, and that was me. That was you. With 30. That's exactly right. So I missed by four and six. That's 10. You don't trust our offense like we do. Yeah, and you had 27. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else you got on your uh, legal pad there, for either from the post-game or during the game, pre-game? We were going to uh, discuss the problems close to the goal line. Yes. We mentioned a couple plays that would have turned all that around. Um, there is part of me thinking that Mike McCarthy knew they had this game mm-hmm. in the bag. And when they got those possessions in the – when did they kick off? They kicked two field goals. They kicked four field goals in the second half. I, there was part of me thinking the play calls that were going on that he was sandbagging, that he was like, I'm not showing Arizona, New England, and San Francisco what we're doing mm-hmm. close to the goal line. Because mm-hmm. they kept handing the ball off mm-hmm. and handing the ball off and throwing little swing passes mm-hmm. to the outside. Well, if you review, okay, 18-10 game at halftime. So right. we're talking second half stuff here, right? Correct. Okay. So the first time they had it down there, um, it was the Hendershot tied in run right okay so that was a play that looked like it was going to work right should have should have worked wasn't executed properly Mm -hmm. right and then it was a rico dowdle also to incomplete pass on the dak overthrow to ferguson Ferguson. and so you can't you can't argue with the play back for the first week and that that was also (laughs) the rico run that he tried to jump outside right okay so and so was that my when I sent the text? No, I don't think so. Anyway, uh, uh, so it was 21-10 at that point. Then it was the Micah fumble return that got called back on review, and so they, it was a three and out, and a, that was the 55-yard field goal. Right. So now it's up. It's 24 to 10. Next possession, Cowboys go 71 yards in 12 plays. There's 12-23 left in the game when they kick the 26-yard field goal. And on that one was a Pollard minus four from the nine-yard line that uh, Bryce Huff made the play on. Second and goal at the 13. 
it was Pollard for two, completion to Pollard for three, and so you weren't really right down on the goal line there. You, you yeah, were, but you weren't really. You weren't. Yeah, you weren't like ag- aggressively attacking. And I agree with you on that. I with your too. first, the only way at that point, twenty-four to ten, the only way the Jets are getting back in this game is if you made some colossal mistake in a fumble or whatever and they returned it 90 yards for a touchdown. Don't even give them the opportunity. So don't give them the chance. Kick your field goal. Take a 17-point lead, a three-score lead in the game, and so there's no reason to chance anything down there on that one, right? And not just, right. Not just that. It's a damn good Jets defense. Mm-hmm. Right, you, right. You, you can't so you give them credit get too. into, a, get right, into right. some situations. Right. The last one. To. After the curse interception. Okay. And on that one, it Their was first and goal, goal at the, at the six. six. Pollard, Pollard up the middle. Nothing. Pollard up the middle. Touchdown, Tyron Smith holding. So there was a touchdown there. Well, there was. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the hold had anything to do with it because he pancaked that guy mm-hmm. and pushed him to he the tried, He tried to. He was trying to come down the line, and he kind of right. held him here. Right. That could have not he, been he called. May, he may have grabbed him but I don't think it would have been enough it's one of those things where guys are beat they turn to mm-hmm. run and then it looks like you got your hands on right. that's what happened on the uh, the hold on was it a punt return they called somebody on a, a punt return for the Cowboys for holding mm-hmm. in the middle of the field and that's what happened the guy, he had him blocked the guy turned to run and he had his hands on his back. Okay, so if you look at the but anyway, if you so look at the red zone though, second and goal each drive, at the sixteen, you had someone that could have scored. Right. I mean, it was successful except mm-hmm. for the, the mistakes that were made. So, you know, the tight, well, like I keep talking about the uh, the tight end reverse or inside handoff, it was right there, mm-hmm. right off of the best offensive lineman on the team. Difference was you don't have a guy who's normally accustomed to running with the football. <laughs> you got to know that when they say, okay, here's the hole you look for. There's uh-huh. Zach. You've got to know that they said that. So right. I don't know where the hell he was going. So you could look at that uh, red zone as an easy score as well. And then on that same one was where you had the overthrow of Ferguson in the exactly. back of the end zone. Exactly. And CD was open on the other side of the right. But he can't. You can't. Yeah, you can't look both. Yeah, they yeah, keep saying, "Well, right. CD was open." Yeah, yeah. but look at over here. I don't have time. Right. To exactly. Be, the play right. is going I that way. I hate it when they say that. I agree. Yeah. I agree. But then on third and goal to fifteen, if you were in a tight game, you're not handing the ball to Pollard, no. right? Mm-mm. And he loses. The, so we we just solved the red zone problems. There. Yes, that, that right. was just, yeah our get, own mistakes. Get, that get out on that practice problem. field and just keep working away at it. Mm-hmm. And so I just wanted oh, to damn. see. It's I, over already. I it wanted is. to I wanted to see them attacking the edge more than they like they did in the first game because mm-hmm. we were talking about they don't really have somebody to power you mean the as, ball as up a, the middle as running as yeah as running goes. Uh, yeah, even yeah. running it get yeah. get it to the edge. They attacked it. Keep pass wise. How many times you going to run into Quinnen Williams? They just want to soften them Especially up. Especially when you had your third guard in the game, or maybe fourth, right? Because I think didn't Richards? Yeah, it's really your fourth. Because I mean, you, you're thinking about it. It's Bass Idogo the is the third. third guard, and so T.J. Bass is the fourth guard. Oh, when you're counting the start, I meant the third left guard. Oh, yeah. Then I think Richards got. Oh, because Martin went out. Remember? Yeah. And uh, so I asked Martin. I said. Uh, so he was needed back a, in for victory formation. He said you needed a rest, and he kind of laughed because <laughs> he went back in for the victory formation, uh-huh. you know, right? So Richards uh, and Bass were in there at at one point. 
All right, that does it. And, uh, Everson, you've got uh, the promo there. Next podcast. The next podcast will be 1 o'clock, Hanging with the Boys. Now, after that, 2 o'clock, Players Lounge. <laughs> 3 o'clock, Media Mash. Oh, Wednesday and Thursday only, sorry. 4 o'clock, Girls Talk, Boys Talk. Monday through Thursday only. All right. All right. And that does it for Mix Shots, which you can hear each and every day at noon. It's presented by Miller Lite. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!